Welcome to this episode of the Fan Med Podcast. I'm DJ Gove. Chris Davis. Sean Hogarty. How you guys doing? Gr- greetings and salutations, <laughs> gentlemen. Welcome, gentlemen. <laughs> I was Looks like you're all you. fully dressed. Yeah, clothes. Hey, we adulted today. I have a jersey no, I, on. I just cut a Me quarter too. zip into like a yeah. dicky. It's just basically this dicky of shirt and then <laughs> nothing else. And then you just Make free it, balling yeah. below, right? It's just swinging. Yeah. Uh, uh, but bunny slippers, though. And pampers. This dicky but and you bunny have slippers. vampire bunny slippers. No, no, no. Oh. They're uh, the... Uh, but it does have um, sharp, pointy teeth. They're Monty Python mm-hmm. ones. Oh, yeah. The deadly yeah. bunny Those are slippers. mine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I mean... We're kind of run out of out of news items here. It's been um it's been kind of slow. There's no movies coming out. We're out of and... entertainment and pop culture news. Well, yes, yes. We and don't. Sean like... won't let me talk politics. So no, no, we don't want to talk about the sad shit. So, <laughs> so it's been a great episode, guys. We'll see you later. Have, Have a good one. Good night, everybody. <laughs> good night. Um, good night. So we only got like two things to kind of hit on, but they're two kind of cool things. Um, or you know, they're they're decent items. Number one is we have the official launch date for the new HBO Max streaming service. Okay. Because God, you know we don't, we need more of those, obviously, right? Yo, definitely. I there's a void in my credit card statement as to where I need to pay another ten bucks to somebody. Yeah. Fifteen actually, fifteen bucks. Oh fuck them! I'm out. Now. Not until but, Justice League Dark. So, yes. So the so I paid for a year of you know fifteen months of DC whatever. Is this yep. totally new? Totally new. Yes. This is replacing HBO Go and Now, I believe. So it's not pulling in Warner or DC content. It's totally separate. Yes. Not yet. A lot of people think that's going to end up coming. Um, they do have... So the biggest Completely thing... independent right now. Okay. It is right now. But they will have... They have access to the entire Warner catalog on this new HBO service. So it's quite possible, you know, you have like your... Uh, Michael Keaton, Batman's, and all that stuff over on the DC universe. You're going to have them on this too, I believe, eventually, um, because the whole you know Warner is part of the, that family now. It's like HBO, yeah. Warner, AT and T, TNT, TBS, MOUSE. Oh no, that's not them. Yeah. So if you like to also, if you want to watch every Law and Order, get yourself some HBO Max because it's going to be on. I may have a lot of free time this summer, so maybe. There you go. Get, get your Jerry Orbach fix. There you go. Oh, I miss Jerry Orbach. I know, me too. I love him. Mm. So, uh, you know, as as Chris blew it up, <laughs> um, a couple of the big highlights from this thing are, well, the hey biggest now. one for me is, um, they're giving J.J. Abrams uh, car blanche basically oh. to do a yeah. Justice League Dark and a Green Lantern TV series. Yeah, that's, uh, that's, I mean, how can that be not something to be excited about? Oh, it's massive. That's it's number massive. two and three out of the J.J. Abrams stuff that I'm excited about. What's number one? The Overlook. Oh, yes. What? That too. They gave that him too. the show. Yeah. They are doing the Overlook show. Stories in the Overlook. I, I did and not I'm know this. I'm hoping. Oh, I'm praying. It's your anthology. Just, and I think yeah. Kemp might have touched upon this on one of the podcasts. Just give me a fucked up story that happened in the hotel every week. That's oh my Twilight God, Zone that. kind of, right? But it, oh, it's yeah. Twilight oh. Zone kind of? Give me an episode around the bartender. Show me the two girls. The woman in the bed. Ba- I mean, you. there's so much you can do with that. Yeah, give me the lady in the bathtub. So, so much. <laughs> Which one? So, <laughs> oh, the bathtub. He wants her just as they found her in the bathtub. 
Imposing, sliding towards the door. I like a moldy. No. Um, <laughs> so, so um, any port in a so, storm, yeah, so, kid. I mean, we're in a pandemic. Here. There you go. You can't. You can't be go. choosy. <laughs> the place is haunted. Take what you can get, right? No. Exactly. Um, so yeah, I forgot about that. So yeah. So you got that, and you got the two. Um, the two DC shows. So Justice League Dark. For anyone that's not doesn't know, they're like, oh, what's Justice League Dark? Is that just Batman? No. Nope. <laughs> Justice League Dark is basically all your magic users. The most, all your supernatural kind of stuff. Yep. Uh, so the most common team up is Constantine, which they already had a TV show for. He's on Legends of Tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot swirling out there that you're getting Matt Smith or whatever his name is. Matt Ryan. I Matt, Ryan. Matt Ryan. Yeah. Matt Sorry. Ryan. Is that his? Yeah. Matt yeah. Smith was uh, uh, Doctor Who, right? Yeah. Yeah. Duh, so I'm sorry. And my brain shot. No, so you get even. It looks, yeah, it looks like there's a high possibility you're gonna get him as Constantine. One has a magic screwdriver. One has a magic lighter. No. Pack of cigarettes. Yeah. Gum, whatever he happens to have. Yeah. One has a sonic screwdriver. One has cancer. No. Um. Uh. So you got Constantine. Um. Swamp Thing is a big part of Justice mm-hmm. League Dark. So I mean, you already have a costume. Already fitted. You got a guy you can pop in the costume. You might as well just do that. Same thing with Constantine. Right? Yep. Yep, exactly. Uh, then it gets interesting because you have Zatanna, who's a magician. Uh, please, God, give me a Ooh. good Zatanna. Oh, I got a God, Zatanna story Zatanna. for you after this. Excellent. Um, and then you have a character called Dead Man. Yep. Who's exactly what he sounds like. He's, you know, he's, he's an undead character uh, who I said on Twitter, like, you could just call Doug Jones and throw oh, yeah. him in a... Mo cap them and you're you're good, and then you have some other weird characters like you know you could do uh, Etrigan the Demon, which I've talked about a bunch. I'm a big Etrigan guy. Oh god, oh Etrigan the Demon. You could do Gentleman Ghost. I mean, you can get nutty. Doctor Fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Doctor Fate. <laughs> yeah, Fate. You could definitely. go nuts. Yeah, so um, it that could be a really good show. I mean, that has that has yeah. the potential of being the best be TV fun. thing for any of this stuff. So yeah, you hope that they're getting. That's one of those they're signing for a couple seasons. Because that's yeah. going to take a little time to find its audience. But yeah. It could be excellent. And Yeah. And then, you know, give it some budget. Don't use it all on Green Lantern. You know, yeah. like for Green Lantern, don't do CGI suits. Actually make them suits. You'll save some money. But, uh, the or they Green just Lantern use course, the CGI you already have, you know. Yeah, you could do that too. Yeah. You already got the rental suit. You're fine. What there could go, go wrong? Fine. Yeah. Can be green and animated. <laughs> and then, um, and then you got Green Lantern. So two massive comic properties coming to the service and that's not even their biggest uh that's not even their biggest bullet what is it they're getting they're bringing the friends guys back for a friends reunion oh on like HBO a friend, max like, like a friends reunion yeah. money i think they're getting like i think the guys i think they're getting like 2.5 a piece or something like that for it mm. some crazy number it's gonna be some big dollars that's a win-win yeah. um i'll it be is. interested to see yeah i mean i i enjoyed friends i uh you know my wife I, loves friends and her yeah. like her uh her niece and my sister, they all love that shit. So I mean, I, I'd like I'd like to see, you know, friends, cheers, Frasier, you know. Oh, give me already, all the cheers. Yeah. Oh yeah. I don't know who owns the rights to that though. Don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's Warner. But I'm not positive. NB was know. that an NBC show? It was an NBC show, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> cheers. Yeah, friend. it was. It was uh James Burroughs. I don't know who has that production yeah. company now though. Don't know. You could just do the the bar closes and Woody turns it into a pot store. That's actually not a bad uh, <laughs> pitch, DJ. <laughs> there you go. He's a bud tender work. now instead of a bartender. A bud tender. 
<laughs> what they call them? It's like a sommelier for freaking weed. It's crazy. And norms on uh, norms on medicinal weed. <laughs> norms still sitting. Yeah, norms uh, just still sitting at the counter. He's yeah. drinking still for no reason. He's just. Uh, it's Cliff <laughs> now with drinks. UPS. Um, <laughs> no, it was Cliff. Cliff I said both. it's Cliff now with UPS. Oh, I'm sorry. I missed it. I'm sorry. I'm He's sorry. driving an Amazon truck. Who the hell are you kidding? <gasps> oh, there you go. Ooh. Nah, he's retired. I, I yeah, I mean they're they're they should all be retired still. There's there's good things to be had there. Yeah. So I mean, but doesn't Fraser have get... to be like a Doctor Phil type? Yeah. On Oprah and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he should be an Oprah type, actually. You know, uh, you know, more pop than pop psychology. Um, yeah. Hmm? You bring back Shelley Long or Christy Alley for that? Um, Neither. Christy Alley's batshit crazy and Shelley Long. Eh. Yeah. yeah. Can we go to a younger generation? <laughs> you got to bring back Carla, but yeah. Christy Alley went a little cuckoo. Yeah, a little nuts. Yeah. I think they caught a picture of her out in front of a Baskin Robbins the other day. Oh, pulling a sign, you know. Give me Rocky Dude. Road or give me death. Something makes like me that. makes uh. me hungry for ice cream. <laughs> uh, you know you can door dash that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I not saying I have, but maybe. Uh, but it's one but, thing I couldn't get. None of none of the stores had my ice cream in stock. I can't find Cherry oh. Garcia anywhere. Sucks. The micro creamery delivered the other night. I haven't had any ice cream in so so long. Um, last last you know week special episode, uh, hearing Dave Schiffler talk about cheesesteaks. I know Chris, you just got a delivery from Jim South Street, which is just ri- ridiculous. Um, you have have you had any yet? We did. We had them for dinner last night. So they hold up amazingly well. So what what do you get when you pull a cheesesteak? It's from Gold. Goldbelly's the delivery. Goldbelly's the delivery service. Yes. All right. So talk me through in in drooling detail. (laughs) What 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 do you get? Unlike so, Dave was talking to us a little bit about Pats and Pats. They're actually it's almost a build your own. They're giving you the roll, the meat. Wiz is coming separate. Okay. Jim's was different. They're actually putting together a fully formed cheesesteak. Okay. Wrapping it and then freezing that thing. Okay. So it. It came like a rock. Comes right. in a packaged cooler, dry ice, the right. whole thing. Um, and you're warming them up in the foil wrapping that they're coming. Right. And so you're just you're 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 thawing it back up to the state it was in before it was preserved and sent to you. Right? Essentially, yes. So um, how how long? Like what temperature and how long and just in foil on a rack or two seventy five. Uh we put them on a cookie sheet for 25 minutes. Right. So just a nice non-ridiculous rate of heating. And, yeah, we and have so more in the freezer. Gonna go a little long the next time. Yeah. Because we took them out of the oven. Nice warm, soft roll. Yeah. But the center was still frozen. It was still right. cold. Yeah. Not frozen, but it was still cold. Yeah. So so not what you want. But that being said, mm. How did it compare to actually, you know, when you get a cheap, hot cheese steak, you got the bread soft, the the meats, you know, hot. That's the one ah. thing. So now you get a little crisp on the bread. Yeah. You get a little toasted roll coming out of the oven like that. Um, but I got to tell you, it was pretty damn good. <laughs> All things considered. <laughs> it traveled amazingly well. It really oh. did. So I'm yeah. dying now. So we got a few more of those in the freezer and then 
there will be some pats being delivered next month. So we'll give you another review then. Right. I, I am, I'm tempted. I, uh, Dying oh. for a cheesesteak now. Um, yeah. So dying. So good. It's, we'll save those and go to the deep dish tonight. Oh, uh, deep oh dish. We'll, we'll come back to that. <laughs> okay. We'll get there. Big box. Big so, big box. <laughs> yeah, big box. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so HBO Max is coming. Uh, you're going to get the. Uh, it looks like everything that was on HBO Go and now you're going to get with it. So you're going to get all your Game of Thrones and your Ballers and Oz and Sopranos and all that crap. Uh, a bunch of movies. Oz, good show. Wire, all that good stuff. So it's it's basically, and it's the same price as HBO now. So it's just, it's like a, if you already have now, it's just a migrate over to a new app, basically. Okay. And you're going to get a shit ton more content because you need everything Warner Brothers has. So you got nothing but time. So. Yeah, seriously, seriously, too much time. I'm going. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting the shakes. But finding myself that I'm much less productive with more time. Me too. It's a Me too. weird a, twist. I'm. Yeah. Which one of those things like, where I have a shit ton of stuff to do, but like, yeah. oh, I need to get this, this, and this done. But I need this one little thing to kick start the process, and I can't get at it. So it's like it just everything gets pushed. See, you know, I'm not even there. With me, it's more, I know there's things I should be doing around here, but you know what? Tomorrow's going to look just like today, and there's going to be blocks of free time tomorrow, too, so. Groundhog Day, basically. Finding it too easy to push off, yeah. I'm not going to clean this. I'm just going to drop the toaster in the tub. Fuck it. I. Yeah. I got nothing. You got nothing? Where was I? I've been working H- HBO H- <laughs> HBO. Yeah. So, uh, any so, chance? So, so when does it go live? Um, looks like May 15th is the date. Yeah. It's yeah, any, you know, are they going to drop any, give us money for a year, you know, discounts or anything? S- nah, nothing like that. It looks like, but you're going to have like, I'm just looking at one of the screens here. Yep. So you're getting all the Sesame Street. Like if you got kids, all the Sesame Street that was on there is gonna be on there. Um, you're gonna get can like I Conan put the O'Brien's. app in a mode where they only get that? <laughs> they they own Fra- the Fraggles, right? Fraggle Rock was an HBO oh, show. Fraggles. Um, they do, but the the Fraggles actually on Apple TV right now. Um, because the Jim Henson Corporation is a separate entity, and they still have the Fraggles. Uh, the Muppets. The Muppets are contracted Muppets are Disney. to Disney. Yeah. yeah, they're leased to Disney though. They're not owned by Disney. They've actually, they've actually moved the characters over to Disney proper. Oh, did per oh, the so people like at Henson like Studios? Yeah, it was like it was like so, a rent. Oh, that's right. You just did the tour. You know, it was like a rent to own. Then probably they're gone. Rent yeah. So <laughs> yeah, they are uh, the Muppets are actually Disney property now, and they Boy, own you know the what? studios. That makes sense because Apple and Disney are basically like corporate cousins. So that's really not too far of a reach then, right? It's not going to be too far of a reach once one of them buys the other. Yeah. So I'm just looking at the screen. What else? Like uh, the new Gossip Girl reboot that's coming out that my kid's excited for. Gossip. Uh, that cartoon, The Boondocks, that was amazing. I it's love original the movies. Oh, the show was uh, great. Boondock, I go back to the original strip. It was one of the best written comic strips I'd seen. Yeah. It was a little too highbrow for some people. <laughs> You're taking these are all the things that Sean wouldn't talk about. We got yeah. race, yeah. we got politics, we got current events, like all the shit that has no place on this podcast. Yeah. But 
Uncle Ruckus. It was amazing. Where it's at. Uh, I'll let you borrow the book, Sean. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it's, I know. It's I've, smart. I know I've read some of it. Yeah, it's not um, it's not like uh, overly racial or political just to, just to do it. It's all very smart. There's a purpose between, behind it all. I, I, um, he's you're get, essentially you're, a little Spike Lee, you know, fight the power. Yeah, kind of. He's got a little yeah. of that to him. I think he does. I think I read it when it when it first started. Was it a web strip or uh? They was, did have a website, but it was a newspaper strip. Yeah, I mean, it yeah, was but, a daily strip. Like I remember seeing it. I just the days of newspapers are so. This kind of fell distant. in right after. In that void after Bloom County went away, yeah, first time before he brought all of that. I, Bloom County was such a has is such a weird thing for me because, I, I mean it was it was strong and starting in mm. was it the late sixties or seventy? When did it start? Seventies. Uh, I mean, 70, I only remember it, reading it, it in when the eighties. Kid, yeah, but it was certainly but when we were the kids. way I got to read it was, um. The, the thin paperback books, uh, compendiums of just all the strips. Mm-hmm. Like, I forget, I don't know if my stepdad had it or whatever, See? but I found, you know, like three or four of these paperbacks just full of it. And it all felt like so adult. Like, I, it was beyond me. It was, you know, it was politics, the White House, yeah. all these different things that I really didn't have much exposure to. And so getting exposed through that lens was pretty interesting. Yeah, it was that and to Viet post Vietnam Vietnam stuff and everything. It was it was cool. Oh sure. It that was a Sunday Globe thing for me. Yeah, okay. I mean I was a child of the Sunday Globe and that was above the fold, top of the funny page. You had yeah. that in Doonesbury. So it's so weird to that remember kind of Sunday morning, you know, Sunday newspaper oh, comics. Children in the days before the internet, you had to wait until Sunday to get like your notes columns on. Yep. I mean, it was, the globe was the Bible around here. Yeah. DuPont and Peter Gammons and Will McDonough back in the day for football. I mean, these um, were guys, all these people uh-huh. that showed up on TV after the fact. Yeah. 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 I was, um, we had them here. So total, fuck you, they're ours. <laughs> total random association, but I've been, uh, I've really been missing my two to three hours a day of podcast listening and audiobook listening. But I have been listening little bit by little bit to a new audiobook uh, from Stephen King, If It Bleeds, which is another it just like came out. Yeah, yeah. short, you know, short uh, some short stories. And one of the one of the yeah, one of the first stories in there. Yeah, it's just yeah. I love his stuff so much. It was read is by it Will worth- Patton, who is Ooh. one of my favorite. I love him as a character actor, but but his his reading of King's writing. Hmm. He's the one who who uh, did Doctor Sleep, and I think yeah. all the all the outsider, you know, uh, Mercedes stuff. Yeah, he definitely oh, okay, read Mister Mercedes. Mercedes. And, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So maybe yeah, I'll have to try the audio book on this one. Yeah. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So yeah. So last little tip on HBO Go um, mm. or HBO Max. It looks like there's a whole bunch of scenarios where you can get trials if you have AT and T cell service or unlimited data. There's all kinds of. It's a crazy like spreadsheet of maybe so this this and this. Yeah. But they're talk that there will possibly be a less expensive tier with ads. No. I don't want ads. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. So if I'm gonna go from like say fifteen bucks and you're gonna take it down to ten dollars, but I gotta watch four ads for every show that I'm in. Well, you know, you you, you know, to talk about streaming services, um, 
Kevin released the paid oh. Smodco archive thing this week. That yeah. Kevin Smith They're fucking mine because they got to kick him five bucks and they can't watch the whole thing on for free on YouTube. So to some people, five dollars is like you might as well cut their fucking head off. So well, you never know. I think I, you know, I, I'm on all sides of those things. The the transition, like we've always wanted micropayments, right? As a society, oh, I'd rather, you know, the whole piracy thing, you know, yeah. all, all that stuff. But I want to pay for only what I want to watch, right? But I don't want to have to go through these pay gates to get into these. Separate, and we've talked about it before, but but at some point, you know, our our cable bills plus all our streaming stuff <laughs> is, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just, it's going to be hard to keep up. We well, you know and what it is, is people for so long wanted the cable channels divvied up. It's like, I don't want to pay for 250 channels. Oh, yeah. I don't watch half of them. Yeah. Well, now everything is divvied up and now you don't want to pay for any of it. So. Oh, yeah. Yep. That's yep. what it is. It's like, you know, I'm still waiting for the day when the internet companies catch on back. You know what? Internet's 300 bucks a month now. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're screwed, you know? I mean, that's, uh, you're screwed no matter what. They, yeah, yeah, they could try, but, um, anybody in the know knows exactly how cheap bandwidth is. Yeah. The shit's oh, yeah. essentially free now that the network's built. Well, as soon as, as soon as there's some kind of, what, what may bust it loose is the point where most people can get by with a 5G, you know, wireless thing. And there's actually some nested, mm-hmm. you know, oh, I could buy from this one, this one, this one, this one. And that those yeah. cost benefits and the true cost that you're talking about, Chris, actually have a chance to flow through to the consumer. Give me a chance to buy it, and it'll plummet. Yeah, yeah. Well, know, we'll see. Because I mean, I think now you know you got a new HBO coming out, which I'm still confused whether or not it stacks on the old HBO or if it's a, a migration. I'm it's the it's a weird read. I'm trying to figure it out. But you got that NBC's got Peacock coming out now with like the new Punky Brewster and the new Saved by the Bell. CBS has their thing. I think at the point now where enough's enough. Like there's no more room for anyone else to start up now. Apple's got theirs. You know, it's this. This is it. Like it's so we're we're good now. We've we've confirmed the fact that there are zero original ideas. Yeah. Oh yeah. We're just gonna bring back everything you watched as a kid. Oh yeah. I'm cool. I'm cool. That's good. There's a lot of people in Hollywood that don't have to pump gas anymore. So I'm happy. Yeah, yeah. You know, for at least a few weeks. Show. Oh no, we can't get a new cotton. You know. That's so. That's yeah. You have a built-in plot line. You're going to visit him, and yeah. Oh my god, you could have high kicks in jail. That would be awesome. See, oh, except nobody would want him to actually get paid. Um, but uh, uh, there's got to be a civil judgment out against him somewhere. No, I know. Hey, you could start the whole series with, with the file in it. Yeah, you have Roseanne, and you just oh, yeah. took care of her. So yep. you could kill him off in the first episode. That's just uh, you're coming back from Doctor Huxpool's. You just know? retire his sweaters and the rafters. Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's Theo's kids. Nah, it's coming. <laughs> sweaters and the rafters. <laughs> it's on like a gel. Put it pops back with it. If the show comes back, so do pudding pops. That's the deal. Oh, <laughs> so, oh man, there's nothing wrong with a pudding pop. Mm-mm. Those things mm-hmm. were uh, the vanilla chocolate swirl oh, pudding good. pops were like oh, my yeah. go-to. Oh, those things were the jam. Mm. Okay, so pudding. now I'm, st- I'm, st- <laughs> oh, I know pudding and cheesesteaks. I'm fucking starving. So I gotta figure out what I'm gonna do. Should we talk about deep dish now? No. Yeah. No, no, no. We'll, we'll talk yeah. Hold that thought. Hold that thought. <laughs> so the other big thing that happened, as far as like the stuff that you know we like to talk about, 
is that, um, you know, we had the guys from the hall on two episodes ago yeah. and we talked about some of their difficulties. Hmm. So it's not going to save the day, but DC Comics probably said, you know what? Fuck this. Enough's enough. We're sending books out. Yeah. So Around DC Diamond. is. Yep. Yeah. DC is circumventing the monopoly that is Diamond Distributions and they're getting comics into the hands of comic shops. Um, they have plans. Yeah. yeah, they're attempting to. They have, um, I think they sent out some stuff asking for just shipping addresses. So they'll send it to their home so they can process at their house or whatever they need to do. Uh, now, it's not a full slate of books. Chris, go ahead. Sorry. It's not even any good books, actually. Yeah. No, but. They're burning off the ones that were left over from the week everything crapped out. Yeah. Yeah. And you're getting a lot of pushback because you're pushing your distribution model through two competitors of all the small shops. And yeah. two of the more heavily True. discounted competitors. Right. So if you go out to True. Bleeding Cool and some of these other sites, there's comic shops that are saying, fuck this, I'm not taking them. Yeah. I'm just going to wait for Diamond to come back because why am I going to give money to my competitor right. when I'm already running on a shoestring here? Right. Yep. You're not getting Batman 92 or any of your bigger releases yeah. that are going to be coming up. I do. No, you're getting, the, a... uh, you're getting the second printing of 89, the punchline book, I think. Yeah. Yeah, they're throwing them a bone there. And it's weird because... It's much like a lot of the things we follow, right? You have a group of people that say they want one thing all the time. Yeah. I fuck Diamond. We need somebody else. We need an option other than Diamond. You give them an option. It's like, well, fuck that. You can't make me buy them through that. Right. I need somebody that's reliable. You know, the guys that's going to be late every third week. Mm. We got to stick with them. It's, you can't make these fucking people happy. No. So, yeah. yeah so, it's anybody it's, happy. No. It's, um, you really can't. It's so the what DC's doing is so they a couple books. So what I've been able to find, they're doing uh Daphne Burn number four, which is off the uh the Hill House, like the horror series mm-hmm. line. Uh the Batman eighty nine reprint, like I talked about, the first appearance of Punch line that sold out instantaneously, you couldn't get it anywhere. Um, and then a reprint of Nightwing number seventy, which is the prelude to the Joker War, which is gonna start up as soon as the books come back full time. Yeah, the and, three jokers uh, is supposed to be what? I think that's Batman ninety two, right? It's kicking off. Yeah, I, there. Yeah, I yeah. yeah. Well, it's gonna it's gonna spread between Batman, gonna be... Detective, Nightwing, uh, like all the Bat Family books. I think. Yeah. It's one of them, like Blackest Night was, where it's not just like one line. You have to pick up in one of those. You got to hunt fucking books and shit like that. Gotcha. And then um, also the uh, there's a Wonder Twins story coming out. Oh, and uh, Giant Batman number four, which I think is like those ones at Walmart. Yeah. Okay. Like the anthology, which are kind of cool. Actually, I like, yeah, those. I like those. Yeah, I like the ones. I like those. Good. I just I can't get them. So, well, now yeah. they're selling them at Target. They're selling comic yeah, shops. They're at, it's, yeah. yeah, they're no longer just Walmart specific. Yeah. So basically, two new companies, air quotes, started up. Um, one of them is a UCS distribution for the Eastern U.S. and Canada, which is um, UCS is basically Midtown Comics out of New York. Right. Mm-hmm. So, which Chris knows very well because yep. he spends most of his time Me? in New York. I, yeah, I, I buy well, Sean's a lot of, over there. Well, I'm saying because you're always in the city. I, I city. literally have two I do Midtown packages there. right next to me. Yeah. Midtown's oh, no. open until two in the morning some nights. It's, yeah. 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 It's it's I, you took walk. me there. You took me yeah. there. The place is awesome. It's, it's yeah, a go- gorgeous store. Three different ones in New York. It's fun. Yeah. And then um, there's one called Lunar Distribution. Lunar Distribution is DCBS. Yeah, yes, DCBS. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've I've actually bought some stuff. At one point, I had a pull list with DCBS 
Um, and I have bought some stuff from them. Not a ton. I didn't like their website interface. But the interesting thing about them is that they would deliver books in Mylars. So you could actually get your pull list in like two mil or even four mil Mylars and halfbacks or fullbacks. And so they'd come to me and, you know, they seemed to handle them great. So so I was kind of impressed with the quality of their deliveries. Um, it's huge. But definitely a different flavor than my Midtown experiences. Yeah. I wish Midtown now, handled things. There, the Midtown yeah. destroys books. Yeah. yeah. I got, I think I've ordered once from Midtown. There was um, a Supergirl cover a while back for what they were doing. What was the event they did when they had all the crazy covers for everything? It was like a year ago. Or something. Well, they were doing the B covers with all the art germ and, uh, you know. Yeah, I think it was like an, I think it was like an Adam Hughes Supergirl cover. It was gorgeous. It was breathtaking. And I had Athena one one and no one had them, but Midtown had a couple still in stock. That's the greatest thing about Midtown is they buy in some the, the foil covers. They had like the, the blue oh, foil okay. Superman yeah. S on it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's that was the best part about having Midtown because you could get any variant you wanted. You could walk in and there was going to be you'd a stack pay, from there. You'd pay for it. They you, With the shipping, if you were go if you were actually in the city, yeah. you could get I, them off yeah. the rack for I, cover I've price. Never, I never I haven't been in New York City in but it's, uh, so long. It'll it'll stop your variant chase real quick when you see that you can get them in large quantities if you just buy a bunch of the other stuff. Then yeah, <laughs> yeah, they just put them out on the rack. Yeah, no. So yeah, so mm-hmm. like Chris was saying, it's you know some of the shops don't want to buy through Midtown because Midtown's like you know the it's uh, a competitor, no question, the big bad wolf crime. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. you're getting some books. I mean, but you know, Chris also says like people have been pissing them up with Diamond forever. Oh yeah. I mean, like I said, one. Co- I mean, it's a special circumstance, obviously, and I'm not faulting them for it. But one company wants to shut down shop for a bit, and it, the entire industry just. Yeah. I, yeah. I, you know, we are so far from being done with this turmoil and upheaval. You know, the there's going to be aftershocks and and waves economically and socially for months and years, probably that. I'm I'm glad to see some kind of shock against Diamond, even if I think it's going to be ineffectual. Um, you know, everything sucks. Nobody's happy with the new option or with Diamond. But if it can start to just... I mean, if, if you're not careful, paper comics just disappear, you know, you know, as far as weekly or monthly issues, and it just starts to go to trades or, or digital... And yeah. that can happen almost without a ripple, right? I mean, that, that can happen very quickly. Yeah. You already have a distribution model for trades. Yeah. I mean, a lot yeah. of the ones that I buy come off Amazon. Oh, and, and why? Because they're so you? much cheaper. Yeah. My problem with trades is that they beating the shit take stuff, up too though. much. Amazon's been brutal lately. Yeah, but the they are, but I'm not buying single issue. Yeah. You're not, and I'm you're not, not grading trade trades. For, I'm not, you know, yeah. those are for reading. They're, you know, or for looking nice on the shelf. They don't have to survive. You know, yeah, those aren't getting bagged and boarded or anything yeah. like that. And a little aside to the DC story, they're ramping up their digital production. They're going to be putting more on the DC platform, more of those 99-cent one-shot little eight-page stories that yeah. pull people back in. That could be another one of your test balloons to see what kind of traction. Don't I, I'm not <laughs> – no, nah, I'm not beeping anything. It's staying in. Uh, nah. Oh, <laughs> no, so no that's allergies. going. We don't want chain uh, chain puking. Oh, okay. 
So yeah, so that's um. I mean, I said it's 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 something comic related. I mean, we'll see yeah. what happens. Uh, a little uh, add on. Have you guys been following what Jim Lee's been doing? The, oh, uh, yes. the sketches or the art? He's been, yeah, Jim Lee's been doing a 60, basically 60 and 60 days, which was supposed to start as little head sketches that he was going to be selling off for the Bink Foundation, right? Is that Bink? B-I-N-C I believe something B-I-N-C like that. Foundation? Um, basically, it's a charity that supports local bookshops. Nice. What happened is he went way too crazy on the first one and the second. And then he keeps trying. He, it became this snowball rolling downhill, trying to outdo himself with each one. Yeah. So you're getting these gorgeous nine by twelve Ugh. renderings that I've sent Dr. some of them Fate. to DJ. Um, that have been going for ten, twelve, fifteen thousand um, dollars. It's insane. Now it's kind of spread. Where in addition to the ones that Jim's doing, other artists have signed up. <laughs> Arthur Adams did. An unbelievable Wolverine. Mm. Bill Sienkiewicz is going to be doing one. I think he's going to be doing something out of Elektra. Um, but tying into your Justice League Dark story, J. Scott Campbell dropped one last night. Oh, yeah? And he did yeah. the most gorgeous Zatanna you've ever seen in your life. Oh. And in the first 45 minutes, this thing was over $12,000. Oh. It's The prices on these are absolutely crazy. They're all through... They're all being sold on Jim Lee's private eBay page. Mm-hmm. It's Chunky Monkey 0000, <laughs> which doesn't make any sense because he's a very diminutive man. But um, <laughs> let's see. Okay, so I pulled it up while we were talking earlier. With two days and four hours to go, so 20 hours into the auction, it is at $14,800. Can, you, can you hold up to the... <laughs> sure. I can't see anything. Because I'm on my phone, so I can't look it up, but... Yeah, mother of God, that's fucking gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, she's, too. The ho- she's floating a bunny. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, she is floating a bunny. She's floating cards off to the side. Uh, it's oh, yeah. It's no, it's it's striking. Yeah, unbelievable. Uh, and we are yeah. less than twenty days into him doing this. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's more and more big artists that keep joining in. Yeah. With all of the Jim money, my favorite artist. So yeah, by far. I wish I had, I wish I had the scratch. I do because I I would. I mean, you don't. That'd be a cool thing. As, <laughs> as of, I mean, I, mean, I don't think any week. of us are buying fourteen thousand dollars sketches. So no, no. Let's have no. all our wheelhouses. Um, I think the cheapest one went for like thirty eight hundred bucks, which was by a friend of Kev, Dave Mendel, who oh, ran really? Vape and nice. Your dual yeah. coffee drinker guy outside of movies. Yes. he bought a Bizarro the, uh, sketch. All the um, all the gym leads I think start at forty five hundred. That's like the starting bid for all of them, right? Yeah. Um, no, he starts them at a hundred. Oh, does he? And they go up like that. Yeah, he lets you have like a monicum of hope for three minutes. Okay. Before so then, it immediately one, every goes. time I looked at one, there's some guy who automatically just goes forty five hundred until he gets one. I yeah. guess. Yeah. Um, all of my seen. No, <laughs> no, I own none of those. Um, no, there was the last I heard at the end of last week. There was one gentleman from Texas who had bought. Like five out of the first ten. It's some money manager down there who is a massive fan, and it's Sean. You and I have talked about this, um, and I'm wearing it. Yeah. If you're a fan of something and you can get a tax write off at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. He's just pumping money to the charity at this point. Yep. So. Yeah. But no, it's fun to watch what's coming out. Can't acquire. You guys find how to buy all the fun stuff. I need Mm -hmm. money more than I need deductions. 
Fair enough. It kind of equates, depending on how you want to look at it. Yeah, it depends on your situation. Yeah, it's 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 more of a timing difference, isn't it? Well, <laughs> Honestly. Well, after talking about things we can't afford, let's talk about things we can afford. Spam. Well, we can't really aff- – I mean, we can't afford it, but Chris decided – you know, Chris has been on this Gold Belly kick. Chris, what else do we get from Gold Belly? What's, uh, what's tonight's – on tonight's menu? Oh, no. This is from Taste of Chicago. We went to oh, a different okay. company for this one. Oh, okay, okay. I saw them on yeah, Gold Belly, so. Yeah, no. They do sell them on Gold Belly, too. Although there's one on Gold Belly, Zupati's, out of uh, New Haven that I'm dying to try. Mm. But uh, tonight on the menu is Lou Malnati's Deep Dish. Oh. Ordered three sausage, three cheese. Oh. Cannot wait. Two of them are in the oven as we speak. Can you smell them? Mm. Yeah. You can't. But- you might have COVID 19. Castle Davis is too large to smell dinner cooking. I was going to say it, but I. <laughs> At the uh, quarter, the yeah, quarter I, mile I, to I, the kitchen, it takes I a while. Can't, yeah, I can't smell that from the East Wing. Oh, yes. come on. <laughs> no, that's um the Gobel thing is is tempting. I wish, you know, like I wish you could do smaller clips. I was actually talking to my uncle about seeing if he wanted to split like a patch because we could do the four yeah, pieces. Really vastly buy, more reasonable. Yeah, if you're yeah. trying to buy just for like one meal, it doesn't make any sense. No. You gotta no. buy you really need to do it in quantities. Yeah, or if you're splitting um, it up with other people, like you're going in on it or something. Yeah. I've I never mean, had see I've never had a I've never been to Philly, so I've never had like a patch or a Jim's or a Gino's or nothing like that. So well, that's something. I mean, we we do need Sounds a fan like men yeah. cheese cheese steak trip because it's really not mm. that far. We can be down there in four hours or four five hours, four and a half. If I fly out of Worcester, I can be there faster. Then we could take a train to Jersey. Wait, wait, wait. We could. We American could. flies out of Worcester direct into Philly. Oh, I mean, we need to you know take a. a you know, real. we're taking video of DJ running up the Rocky stairs, right? <laughs> He's going to the art museum. Uh, can I stop halfway and thing. Can I stop halfway? Like, and he's got to hop up and down when he gets up top. <laughs> and and you and I are at the top holding the cheese steaks that he gets if he makes it up oh, there. Oh, I'm the one holding the camera as you guys are hugging, hopping around in circles. Amazing. <laughs> I get to, can I wear the sweatsuit? If I can wear the sweatsuit, sure. Uh, Headband, the whole I'm thing. In. Go nuts. I'd love, I'd love to be able to hop right now at all. <laughs> we'll be uh, waiting for him at the top of the live chicken for him to chase. Yeah. So, Catch a chicken. So, Catch a chicken. so Chris ordering all this awesome like delivery basically from all these restaurants you, we can't access because of things going on. Got us thinking for top three. So, top three pizza places you'd want mm. stuff delivered from because you're starving and you want to get some grub. So, so I didn't, I didn't quite. Or top three favorite pizza places. Yeah, yeah, yeah Cl- close enough. I, I do have a yeah. honorable mention. Um, uh, pizza Hut. Chuck E. Cheese. I know these things are horrible, but <laughs> but actually, Pizza Hut's not terrible. Like, like they have those those pizzones are pretty good. Yeah, like but, things. but but I feel like death after. But it but it's important, right? When I think about pizza and and food in general, one of my strengths or weaknesses is no standards, and <laughs> and I do have an honest like taste for or a love of kind of lower common lowest common denominator type stuff there's something about the the whip together you know uh just bags dough mix you know what i mean yeah you know uh as long as it's lukewarm you're good 
yeah, cardboard I, with some yeah. bad sauce and cheese. Yeah. So pizza up, and Chuck E. Cheese are my honorable mentions if you guys have the moisture it. content the cheese sucks so Chuck bad e. it burns. Yeah. yeah. Chuck E. Cheese is strangely edible. Yeah? Oh, can't do it. It's strangely <laughs> edible. It's yeah, it, that's interesting. I didn't go with a lot of the chain places. Um, honorable mentions, I guess I would go with what I'm having tonight. Because I, I kind of put deep dish in a separate category. Yeah, yeah, but I do. Yeah. We'll go with Lumal Nadi's, by far my favorite out of Chicago. I mean, it's I've all good. never had it, so. Yeah, me neither. Uh, first time I went, first time I went, I said, okay, where are all the tourist ones? And they said, don't go to Gino's, don't go to Giordano's. Yeah. Like, if you can find it on the Vegas Strip, you know. Yeah, don't. They said, you got to go check out Lou's. And you want to go to the original one, little hole in the wall. And it's very much like your old school Regina, like 10, 12 tables. Yep. Pitcher of beer, deep dish. It was awesome. Um, second honorable mention, I go with a place right around here that's not really known for their pizza. Um, Linguini's, an Italian place in Marlboro. Oh, yeah? Most of the time you're going there for pasta, chicken parm, all that. Yeah. It their pizza is stellar. It is mm. unbelievable. Big doughy crust, thin crisp, so good. I accept mm. your your recommendation. Why thank you, sir. So, <laughs> my honorable mentions, we actually just my my local place I love death, we actually lost it um right before all this started. Mm. Uh was uh Decasa's pizza mm. over near my so I heard some rumors that there was like uh, the couple owner got divorced and there were some problems and oh, then this sucks. whole thing just kind of yeah there was just no point. But I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna second Chris's. Like I do love Regina's. Oh yeah. Because I'm, yep. I'm, I'm a big you know I like to fold pizza in half while I eat it. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. So that and also like you know I'm, I'm a big Papa Gino's guy. Uh, if you know what that is up in the Northeast we have a, a, a smaller chain yeah. called Papa Gino's where their claim to fame is on top of being you know nice and thin and foldable, possibly the best pizza cheese blend of all time. Yeah, there. Um, I one of my favorite pizzas um, is actually a Papagino's. Usually, it's small, but a Papagino's with just banana peppers on it. There's something oh, about yeah. their crust, and their cheese. Oh, Chris is rejecting me completely. Um, you put you put green stick on a banana pizza. up your ass. What <laughs> banana peppers? No, what so are like, you talking about? Uh, we gonna throw pineapple on there next? Good fuck. Hey, hey, no, no, pineapple not, not acceptable. And and yeah. banana banana peppers, nothing would surprise. I I don't tend to like spicy things, and I don't like veggies, but I had it somewhere, and for a while Jen and I had one of these. You know, like every week, it, it was just an addiction. So you and Jen both like the banana. Is that, that's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I, I just I will. Uh, I might need the other earbud. I'm, it's getting a little fuzzy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your uh, number three, Sean? <laughs> My number three. So, so I went. Um, I went a little, little more experiential specific. I'm. I don't know if this is around anymore, though. I certainly hope it is. But uh, my number, my number three is Bova's in the North End at two a.m. Oh fuck yeah, it is. Yeah. So oh, yes. so I haven't been Praise. I haven't been down there in in love Bova. ages. But I used to live a couple blocks from there in mm-hmm. you know mid 90s and and just hitting that place at 2 a.m you know the few people that are out are happy they're heading home after the bars and this is neapolitan you know three inch deep mostly airy squishy bread and then cheese yeah, and sauce big pile of dough yeah and it's just fresh out of the oven you know, out of these big trays carved into like a, you know, five by seven rectangle. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's oh, like always reminded me of my grandparents. Yeah, yeah, it was cookie sheet pizza. Yep, no, my yeah. grandma almost. Make. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but but excellent quality. I mean, the, you know, so yeah. good. Yeah, bovis. Hit bovis almost every time we go into Boston, because um, on top of the pizza, which is very good, they make possibly the best lemon bar I've ever had in my life, or lemon square. Yeah, the, I mean, it's, the bread is can, yeah. it's, it's all of it. There, everything there is out of bounds. So big awesome. bovis guy. Good call, Sean. Good call. Mm. Excellent. What we got, Chris? Um, my number three, I'm cheating early this time. Um, I'm giving one Boston, one New York, both kind of not similar, but they kind of rank the same. Uh, DJ already touched on one with Regina. Yep. Okay. And the New York equivalent for me is a Joe's. That's one of, that's my go-to if I'm eating down there all the time. I mean, yeah. if I'm stuck in the hotel, I can get Joe's delivered to me. Same, not exactly the same type of pizza, but just do two old school like they just do it right and you yeah, know yeah. what you're getting every time you go in there yeah. it's always good so yeah that's the place we regina want. and joe's that is the place we want yep yeah it's the one uh it's the one peter parker works at in spider-man uh, so yeah that's one yeah that's when he gets smashed through in spider-man isn't it like goes through the window the and then a car's getting yeah in the second one yeah and the first one he gets fired there he's the delivery guy for them in the beat in the first one uh, yeah excellent excellent uh, my number three, there was a place when I was in college down in uh, Mesa, Arizona. I went to college in mm. Tempe. Nice. And it was called Sunset Pizza. Huh. And they had your um, so thin they cut it in squares kind of deal, like huh. almost like a cracker crust. Yeah. Okay. You know, like, uh, you know, like the Tostino party pizza, like that super duper thin crust. It was kind of like that. But they did this pizza. We used to get it for like birthdays and stuff for the grandkids and shit. It's called the Godzilla. Hmm. Hmm. And it is a, oh gee, I forget the circumference, but I think across, it was almost, it was 36 inches across. It was like a 36 inch diameter pizza. And um, same thing, cut into squares, really nice and thin. So you could house like fucking 20 pieces of this thing. Oh yeah. So it was just, yeah, it was just a, like a sausage and pepperoni Godzilla. It was like uh-huh. 35 bucks or whatever. It would feed friggin' like goddamn eight or nine people. No problem. Plus leftovers. Or they the had super good us. wings too. Yeah. yeah. The three of us. Or the three of us. But, um, <laughs> but you could like, you could, I would, you know, I was super fat back then too, but you know, you could stack and make yourself like a, like a sandwich out of pizza squares. And they had awesome wings too. Just boss wings. Nice. So I miss right. that place. So I mean, yeah, it was the only plus it, in Arizona. It was the only non-chain pizza place I ever found. Everything else is Papa John's Domino's pizza hut. Rinse and repeat. Yeah. There's there no, go. it's not like we have back here, like in, you know, in Massachusetts where it's like your random, like Worcester pizza places or, you know, here's Greg's pizza yeah. or whatever. None of that shit down there. So, so yeah, sunset. Awesome. So, uh, so not, not that far from Mesa, Arizona, a little to the north is my number two. I don't know what the name of the place is. Its name might actually be Pizza Buffet um, in Ridgecrest, California which is a place that people only generally go to for one reason, and that's usually the reason I used to spend most of my summers there um, up until a few years ago. Pizza buffet? Um, Yeah. It's just this random, nondescript place, but pizza buffet. And literally, it's just what it was. It's just a bunch of pizzas and a bunch of different toppings, and you, like, you know, just paid six bucks and then you eat as much pizza as you want basically and there's a you know a soda fountain where you just and totally no frills but just it immediately comes to mind in terms of just happiness now i you know long work day hot 
I'm usually in the summer, so it's 114 degrees. And I hit this place just after sundown and, you know, with a, with a couple buddies and just chow. So it wasn't CC's. It was just, it was, no. it was just called Pizza Fan. Okay. <laughs> I just, think that's the first thing I thought just, was Just CC's. making sure. Yeah. Just making no. sure. I think it I think it was just Pizza Buffet. Though honestly, I, think, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I've seen one of them. I think there's a couple yeah. of them, but I think I, I don't know. I could about. look it up, but that why bother, right? Why? Well, yeah, just I know where it is. It up. Just no, no, no. Just keep going. All right. You don't need to. Pizza Buffet what? in the Desert. Facts like have Zork's no House place in this. Mm. Zork's House of Pizza? Mm. So this is like the sister restaurant to Pizza Planet? Oh, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I really struggled with my one and two. Um, I'm probably going to lose my Boston residence card for, you know, having three New York places in my top three. Good Lord. Are they all stellar? Um, my number two, I'm going with John's of Bleecker street. Holy shit. DJ disappeared. That was amazing. It was like, and then he was gone. He just melted in blunt man costume appeared. Um, John's of Bleecker street, coal fired brick oven, They've been there since 1929. It's everything. It's very much the experience is very much reminiscent to going to the original Regina in the North End. Yeah. There is a line out the door constantly. Everybody that works there hates you. They don't want to serve. It's it is very reminiscent. I think I'm just comfortable in that environment that throwing at your tables with other people, just cramming two people in. But the pizza is fucking amazing. It's again, I'm a big consistency guy. Any of those places where you know it's just going to be stellar every time you walk in the door. Yeah. It's they know what they're doing. It's fast. It's and it's in any of these places, you know, Sean with his bananas over there. That never comes into play. Mm-hmm. It's very simple. It's yeah. A good pizza place, you don't need anything but cheese. If they know what they're doing and they're doing it right. Yeah. That's the biggest judge for me. So yeah, John's a bleaker street. Which coincidentally, DJ is right around the corner from Joe's. You could mm. walk around and throw a rock and hit John's. Excellent. I want to talk about uh, pizza tours? Mm. We should do our tour, food tour. Oh, we could. We could do Chris one Davis neighborhood down New York there. pizza. Oh hell yeah. yeah! Cool. So my number two is my cheat. Uh, it's like a category, it's like places I lived, places I I would. So uh, my number two is like my tourist pizza place, like the place I've I've hit only once on vacations. Yeah, and it's a tie because it's two different, totally different things. Number one is Chris brought up before Gino's East in Chicago. Mm. That's the one we went to. We went to the original one because there's you know it's it's like New York. There's a whole bunch of like raised pizzas or whatever. Did you draw on Chicago? Yeah, we did draw on the wall. Yeah, we got the sharpie. But um, their thing is they put the big ball of sausage on the dough press and they drop a disc in it. So you had the disc of sausage plus more on top. So good. So good. That was good. Mm-hmm. And then when we went to Vegas a couple years ago, uh, there's a place in Vegas called Pinup Pizza. And okay. um, massive slices. Like slices the size of your friggin' torso. Oh, um, oh, I love that. Gigantic pieces of pizza. They good pizza. It was very foot beer. So you get you yes, yep. yard of beer. Exactly. Yeah. Pizza. Yeah. It's as big as your it's as big as your your uh your fat Tuesday drink or whatever. Mm. So, but it was actually really good pizza. And they had some interesting toppings and stuff like that. Uh, um, no banana peppers or any of that weird shit, but uh, well, nobody would eat that shit. No, yeah. for sure. nobody. But uh, perfect. Like, um, I had a couple drinks, and I want to slam this giant piece of pizza stuff. So it was just, mm-hmm. but it was good though. So yes, yeah, so I'm going nice. Gino's East and Pinup Pizza. Like it. I like it. 
Uh, my number one has some overlap, sort of, with some of your stuff. But but again, it goes back to a specific time. And as far as I know, this pizza is no longer available. Um, back in the late 80s, first time I visited Cambridge when I was looking at colleges, uh, with my dad, I went to a place I'd never eaten at, Pizzeria Uno in Harvard Square. And they had a pizza on the menu called the Bianco, which was, so this is the Uno, you know, so the real kind of greasy, heavy crust, their version of deep dish, um, which I hadn't really experienced anywhere. But it's a white pizza with garlic and mushrooms and giant balls of sausage. And it was just the favorite thing I'd ever eaten. And I ate it at Pizzeria Uno every time mm. since then. But but it's it's not on the menu anymore. I've never seen it. You know, I don't really like going to Uno anymore. But but it's my number one like and part of it's probably associated with my dad and it being a first time when I was in Harvard yeah. Square, which was kind of a cool environment when I was, you know, seventeen or whatever it was. But uh the Bianco was still something like i would die for a bianco now you forget how many cool little pizza joints there were around boston around that time period yeah. remember a place called ruggles it was right at the ruggles tea stop i don't but think it was I... more of a it was a british tilted pizza place yeah. so it would yeah. use like cheddar and stuff on it was mm -hmm. an interesting mix but it was excellent but yeah there was a lot of cool places like that Little hole in the wall places like that, one offs. Did you ever go to Stevie's on? Uh, yes, Boylston near near uh, yep. Berkeley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to no, go there at night. Yeah, very hmm. cool. I like it. All right, so everybody can hate me going back to New York again. Okay, this time we're going a little up island. You're talking uh, about pizza, man. There's no hatred here, at least for those yeah. of us that are nice people. Unlike yeah, I mean, you, so banana pepper hating you know, bigots. You'll get to go play with your banana in a minute. We're almost done. Patience. Patience. <laughs> it's going to be burritos tonight, actually. Hey, whatever you fit in your hand, I'm not judging. <laughs> Use whatever sauce you want. Uh, <laughs> my number one is a place called Patsy's in Harlem. Oh, okay. By yes, far the greatest pizza I've ever had in my life. All right. It's this little hole-in-the-wall restaurant. Same idea. I mean, there's a a consistent theme here. Yeah. Um, been there right. since like the 19, 1918, 1920s, somewhere in there. Um, make it, and it looks like it. It's one of those joints where you can write your name on the wall, but that's because there's only so much grease on the wood. Yeah. Like the Wayne's County. It's same little tables, not quite as, I mean, the bathrooms are very reminiscent of Regina for God's sakes. Just yeah. Shuffle in and out. <laughs> But just the perfect, every pie comes out. It's a Neapolitan style. Every pie comes out perfect, crisp, thin crust, but you can hold that thing out. Yeah. And it's just going to sit there as if it was a piece of wood. It's yep. amazing. I'm drooling just talking about this right now. <laughs> I know. Like, perfect I think I need to eat pizza cheesesteaks for dinner. Yeah. I mean, they. it's, uh, it's one of those places. It's not fancy. I mean, you order a Diet Coke or something like that. They go into the cooler and just bring you a can. Sure. Throw it down on go. the table and knock yourself out. But pizza comes out fast. It's perfect. It's I so can't it's like wait the Arconi Island of pizza. Oh, it's so uh, yeah, exactly. That's a good yeah. That's yeah. a good description. Yeah, it's so good. Awesome. So Patsy's. Awesome, awesome. 
So my number one is I'm also going to New York. I'm going Joe's in New York. Okay. Same thing, just it's, simple, yeah. plain, nice and thin, good fold, it's good a chew, go-to. just perfect, perfect. It's it was um, it was amazing. Yeah, you you got me to go there for the first time to the original, and now it's one of those that anytime I go down for work, it's getting ordered it at least once for dinner. Yeah, yeah. It's so definitely. I was like, when I yeah, like I was never a, I could never do plain cheese pizza as a kid. Uh, Papa Gino's was the only one back in the day. Why not? I'm not a big cheese guy. Um. But even so, you know, we went to here and I got the cheese slice. I got one of each. I got a cheese neroni. It was just like slammed. I was like, that was, it was, it's just. I think I took a picture of pizza at Joe's at like three in the morning or something to send to you guys. Yeah. yeah. After Josh and Liv dropped me off at the hotel. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know what? I'm awake. I'm going for a walk. I'm going Let's for go. A walk. Yeah. yeah, I'm hungry. Uh, They're open until yeah, four like, in the morning every night. Oh, that's. Uh, yeah, when the world is gets back to normal, we need to hit New York and mm, we need to do a pizza tour. That's an inexpensive trip. Me, I mean, all the pizza is two bucks a my, slice. It's like we're not going to spend big money. My new office is probably a two-minute walk from Joe's in Times Square. Excellent. Get there yeah. in no time. That's going to happen. It's going to happen. <sighs> all right, awesome. so bring us okay, home, so DJ. Sean had Bova's Pizza Buffet and uh, Pizzeria Uno's, but in the 80s for the Bianco Pizza. Yes. Chris had uh, Pizzeria Regina or Joe's in New York. They're a tie. Uh, John Bleeker's, or John on Bleeker Street, I'm sorry, in New York, and Patsy's. And I had Sunset Pizza in Tempe, Arizona, or Mesa, Arizona, one of the two, I forget where it was. A tie between Geno's East in Chicago and Pinup Pizza on the Vegas Strip. Mm-hmm. And my number one was also Joe's in New York. Mm-hmm. Simple, good, good, perfect, perfection. Mm-hmm. Awesome. No one picked uh, Pepe, I'm surprised. No, no Frank Pepe's. I don't know, Pepe. No, it's good. I, it's you good. could do a whole Where separate New Haven. Oh, yeah, yeah, type, oh. yeah. I did Pizza such visit. a regional pissing contest. It's ridiculous. New Haven's, we could do a whole day down there, too. It's unbelievable. See, man, I even, even the worst, like, school lunch cardboard crusted pizza still makes me happy. And you, I've been doing pizza. the... Yeah. yeah, I've been doing the yeah. Totino cracker pizzas for freaking lunches. It's at home. I love the things. Mm. Yeah, I love them. I'm, We'll talk about frozen pizza sometime. There you yes. go. Like Barons and all that. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> go through all of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. So everyone, thanks for listening. Uh, like and subscribe down below. Follow us at FMN37 on Twitter. And uh, make sure subscribe and like everywhere you find your podcast. SoundCloud, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Gentlemen, have a good night. And I'll see you. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll Zoom you soon. I'll see you in about seven months. We can leave our house. Excellent. We'll celebrate Christmas. Yeah, we'll celebrate Christmas together over Zoom. There you go. Sean, let's go break into Chris's house and take his cheesesteaks. Oh, that's right. He has ninjas on on retainer. We can't do that. We talked about that already. (laughs) Yeah. Have a good night. Bring it. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) Have a good night. See you.